You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dante Sorecchia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the Dudes, and welcome to the part two of the uh, part that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're back. We're going to talk about some more TV of just a whole bunch of shows. Um, as usual, we're going to talk about uh, some announcements. Um, some topics about that. We're going to talk about some shows we're watching and then the Excited Four stuff and maybe some trailers. And I don't think we have too many trailers today. So we're not really going to be doing that. But before we get started, how are you doing, Tyler? Oh, you know, it's uh, it's not too bad, not too bad. That's good, that's good, that's good. Um, yeah, we, we, I mean, we had a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of shows here that I know we've been watching. Um and we'll definitely get to those, but let's let's uh, pop off some of these topics here. So, first one is the Mandalorian is coming, right? It's coming very soon. The Mandalorian season three, as well as the Last of Us. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, now, I guess we're getting Mando first, right? Is that in December? Oh man, I don't remember dates right now. I, I think it is. I think it's this year. And in January, we're getting The Last of Us. Now, interesting thing here, which is kind of unprecedented for uh, on maybe like a a, a first time Guinness kind of thing. <laughs> it seems like the the two lead shows that will be on the air. Like I don't, I don't know what else is going to be out around in the next couple months around this time of these two shows, but these two shows will probably be number one and number two on like the pop culture sort of you know uh, uh, list of everybody watching TV are both led by Pedro Pascal. So good, isn't that crazy? And I mean, man, I'm I'm very very excited for both. Um, like I'm not the biggest Last of Us game fan. Uh, I just, uh, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate the story. It, I, I played as much as I could when the first game came out, got stuck, and never picked up the remote for the for the game ever again. I never played the second one, but I've heard it's one of the best stories um, that uh, games has ever created. But um, I, I'm very interested in this world, a different type of zombie-like thing. And, you know, obviously Mando is great, and I'm very excited for that after the trailer we saw uh, a few uh, months ago with that. But man, what do you, what do you, uh, you're excited for these? Are you going to watch the last of us? Yeah, I think I am. Um, I didn't, again, I played the, mo- the played the, I played the movie. No, uh, I played, <laughs> I played the game. <laughs> it feels for, like that, right? Yeah. Probably. I didn't play the game for very long. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely, definitely interested in watching this show for sure. Yeah, I mean, HBO, it's like the gold standard of TV, really. Um, you know, and speaking of HBO, uh, 
Peacemaker 2. Peacemaker Season 2 was announced with a little uh, uh, no date. Yeah, a little poster. No date, no, you know, trailer or anything like that. Just uh, an announcement by James Gunn now that he's kind of the head. You know, him and um, Saffron, I think his name's Saffron, um, are are head of DC Studios or whatever they're calling it these days. Um, I mean, what can we say about Peacemaker? Right. I mean, I'm excited. I know you're excited. <laughs> oh, I'm so so excited. I need I need more information now. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, sticking with the HBO train here, we're on. Um, Westworld was canceled. Now, what I recently just found out was that they had they had everything ready for a season five. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were ready to do it. And the actors and everybody involved got paid, and they still canceled it. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, well, they got paid. They, you know, they said they were going to do it, and they cut it. And they said, you know, we'll just give cut you your check, and we're going to cut this loose. Apparently, the ratings for season four were well below what they were for season three, and the season three really dropped from season one and two. So, I mean, when you're losing, you're losing. And sometimes you get cut. You know, you got to keep winning to uh, to make it. And I just uh, I, I quit after I tried season three. Did not like where the show went. Way too convoluted and kind of confusing for me. Um, it, it just it, it kind of went. It it, it became a little pretentious. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I really like season one and two. Uh, I really, really did, but uh, I, I thought they were going to go in some more better, interesting directions. And uh, I mean, maybe I'll kick back and and watch, you know, season three and four one day. But I'm not really surprised that Westworld was canceled. I'm not either. Again, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I only watched maybe like three or four episodes of season three. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like maybe one, two, three. And like I and always. Quit. I always intended on getting back to it, but it was just like the storyline just never interested me at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, what what they were trying to do in season three was not, it just wasn't interesting. It, it felt like they left the all the interesting stuff behind to go into the real world. And yeah. it, it just became another, you know, another sentient robot trying to, you know, become real, a little Pinocchio story that, you know, a killer robot Pinocchio story. And I was just like, I don't want to see this again and again and again. You know what I mean? No, exactly. It's this like it's like the robot took over Westworld and then wanted to take over the real world. And then it, that it, became it, boring. Yeah. Same plot, guys. Um, exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, moving on. So, Sandman season two has been it's been renewed for a season two. I'm so excited. That's awesome. Um, it's you gotta watch it, Tyler. You you gotta sit I down. I have. I've watched you, it. Oh, you finished it all? Yeah, man. Oh, you and and the special episode they added. Uh, uh, I don't know if I they added one more episode. episode. It was 11, 11 episodes. I don't know if I watched. It was like two weeks after it all dropped. They added a special episode that was kind of like a two-parter. Uh, let me give check it a look. Give it a look. Yeah, I was gonna say, let me check my Netflix account and see. What go ahead, I... go ahead. 
<laughs> Pop it open. Sandman. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think I did. No, With the cat. Don't play it. Don't play it. I just want to see the episodes. <laughs> Episodes and info. Watched, 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 watched. Yeah, I watched it all. All of it. Watched okay, it. good, 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 good. Well, um, so apparently uh the the you know season two is all greenlit. I'm I'm so happy for it. Um I guess there there's probably going to be if we're keeping in line with the story, you know, cutting out all the DC stuff because they got to. Um, you know, right. they don't have those rights. But which is fine. I mean, that was great in the comic and audio drama and everything. The audio drama, you know, I'm still I just got volume three of the audio drama a month or so ago on Audible. And I I have yet to really get deep into it, probably maybe 40 minutes of 11 hours. So but but I'm I'm, uh, very excited to go through that. But, yeah, I guess they're going to be doing some uh, Midsummer Night's Dream stuff and the season of mists. And there's going to be, you know. Uh, you know, Neil Gaiman even said on his like little tweet or whatever blurb that, that he put out there that it's you know, there's going to be more Hell and Lucifer, the rest of the uh, the extended family of Dream, and um, a lot of uh, uh, like the very very first story story. Like it, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like there's some Shakespeare stuff and you know all the different gods and. Uh, Things are coming together, Norse, Egyptian, and like all the different versions of guns and stuff. It, it, it's it's going to be wild. And man, Netflix is going to pour some money on this season because oh, they're going to need to. Um, they really are going to need to, especially in the first few episodes. All right, moving on. Just a couple more here. So um, let's see. Uh, there's word that Kate Blanchett's coming back as Hella in What If? And um, people are wondering, like, is she going to come back live action? Was she dead at the end of Ragnarok? Or <laughs> is she floating out in space like Loki was in the yeah. first Thor? You know, there's no on-screen death. And she Nobody, really no had... Say again? Nobody, no crime. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, if you remember the end of the movie, you know, Surtur was going to bring Ragnarok to... Uh, to Asgard and I mean Hela was just kind of like in the way of that plan a little bit so she really didn't factor in other than her you know coming back and uh, you know wrecking shop and destroying Mjolnir and stuff so she was just kind of in the way when Surtur was doing his business and now Asgard's gone and I don't think she's dead Um, I I would love to see Hela back I I really would I, I I don't think she's dead. Do, do you think she's dead? No, I yeah, I don't think she's dead. I feel like she's coming back for something. Yeah, fun. I mean, and it's cool, you, you know, it's, it's cool to see that she's coming back for what if. I mean, every any everybody anybody can come back for what if. But the interesting thing is, a lot of people didn't do their original voices for their characters. They had other people doing voices for characters on what if. So it's interesting to note that she is coming back to do her character voice. Which likely means um, you know, she signed some kind of extra deal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I am very excited for the possibilities of what's to come. Four was fun and goofy. Not the best movie, in my opinion, you know, for a Thor thing. It felt like it was kind of like very, very contained in a weird 
silly box. A lot of people like <laughs> to speculate that the movie was kind of like outside of like in the multiverse, a, a different Thor out in the world. But uh, I don't know about that. Um, either way, more Hela is great. because She was fantastic. So there's that. Uh, sticking with Marvel. Aubrey Plaza is coming to Agatha Coven of Chaos. It used to be House of Harkness. Now it's Coven of Chaos. And I guess they're starting to film here pretty soon. She's been cast, uh, I'm assuming, as a witch. Uh, maybe she's a town folk in, uh, uh, what was it, Westview or whatever, the place that she's trapped in. Um, question, though, hmm. now that, um, you know, quote unquote, Wanda's dead, you know, uh, I mean, I don't believe she is. No way. But if she is, does, does her spell, do her spells, excuse me, let me refresh my English, do her spells like go away? Do they are oh, they yeah, diminished they or are they yeah. they fall apart? Is Westview still a thing now that she's gone? Right, I mean, right. dead or not? But what do you think? No, I mean, that's uh, that is an interesting. Is take. Agatha still trapped? I'm gonna go with no, and that's yeah. Okay, she kind of breaks free. I mean, or at least yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah, no one's really asked this question. That's why I'm kind of like just brought it up. I mean, everyone's always like, okay, we got an Agatha show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Aubrey Plaza. But no one's really, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I haven't heard anyone out there ask, is Agatha, Agatha still trapped after, you know, this off screen death? another off-screen death in the Marvel Universe yeah. that uh, Wanda, uh, you know, suffered. So I'm I'm very interested to see where they go in that direction. Like, is she freed? And now there's another witch, and maybe Aubrey Plaza's a witch. Maybe she's, like I said, a town's person or whatever. Um, uh, I kind of hope she's a witch. She's, she, this actress is, is such an oddball sort of person. I fucking love um, her. She's so fucking. Oh my great. god! Every interview she's done, she's like, "I am a like she like she claims to be a real witch." <laughs> like in all of the uh, uh, little interviews and things she does, she l- loves that. And so I'm kind of I'm really happy for her that she can finally portray a witch on screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's it's just it's just kind of funny and full circle for her. So I think this is a really cool cast. Uh, and one more thing before we head into what we're watching, um, or well, yeah, one more thing because one is omitted here. Uh, we have oh, I missed out when I was in California on seeing the uh, the Yellowstone and uh, uh, what is it, uh, Tulsa King premiere uh, oh, yeah. at the movie theaters. <laughs> Uh, didn't get a chance to do it. It just didn't work out time wise. And um, but man, it's coming up. It's like three days till Yellowstone comes back. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, a few more after that. I think Tulsa King. I think so, Katie's asked me like three times this week if to make sure we're caught up on Yellowstone. I'm like, yeah, we watched it all. <laughs> I know. Well, see, Whitney is like, uh, like I think she started like season three with me. She's she's like, I need to watch season one and two. I'm like, yeah, you better get on it. It's like you're done with school. You better start watching TV. 
<laughs> so um, we're very excited for that. Cannot wait for both those shows. But one thing, I did hear other people who did see the premiere of Tulsa King and said the first episode is like 38 minutes. Like it's super short. I was not expecting that. I mean, and that's one report. I'm not really sure how accurate that is. But if it's only like, you know, a little, if it's only like a half hour plus sort of show, I wasn't expecting that. How about you? Yeah, no, that's uh, that's interesting to see. The- I mean, yeah, like an hour, 45 minutes around yeah. even an hour with commercials and stuff. But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a Paramount uh, network show. I think it's a Paramount Plus show. Yeah, it's so a, they can kind of do whatever they Paramount want. Plus show. Um, yeah, I, I still feel like. Uh, how do I put this? Like, so Paramount Plus is a America thing only, right? Yeah. So I think at least I don't know if I can get it here. I haven't even tried. But every time I, most of the Paramount stuff shows up in, oh, it is in Canada now. Wow. Oh, wow. Paramount <laughs> Canada. Oh. Uh, I've seen it, like, show up on other stations here. Well, like, yeah, they're, they're the network channel. Like, that's like, what's interesting. Yeah, that's so what I mean. Like, we don't, we don't have a Paramount channel, right? So Okay, okay. All this stuff, SEAL team shows up somewhere else. Ah, uh, okay. Different. I don't. I don't even know what channel is. Like Blue Bloods and all that kind of stuff is all on a specific channel here already. Yeah. Well, because that's like CBS, and so they move all that stuff over. Like the live TV, yeah. Param- Paramount, CBS. There's kind of moves. So the, what's interesting is that Yellowstone isn't on Paramount Plus. It's on Peacock. Because uh, NBC and Universal own those streaming rights because they well, uh, that's, they that's, had them. So there, that's the thing in Canada. Paramount Plus Yellowstone is here. Yeah, see, in in the U.S. it's different. So oh, the uh, rights are so you can, fucked up. It's <laughs> oh, it's so messed up. The rights and streaming rights are all different. So we get like 1883 the spinoff because it's on Paramount Plus. So yeah. that's on Paramount Plus, and they put that on the Paramount Network. You get Yellowstone on the Paramount Network, but only on Peacock because they have the streaming rights. But Paramount Plus owns Yellowstone, so they can put it on their network. It's all backwards. So it's like they have TV cable rights, and then NBC Universal has the streaming rights. But with the new shows and everything after Yellowstone, like especially the stuff that's all connected with Taylor Sheridan and all that stuff – it's on Paramount Plus, like Tulsa King, Paramount Plus. I don't know if that's going to be on television, though. Right. Um, and that's maybe something I'll have to research. But still very, very excited for both. Just kind of an interesting thing there that's going on. Um, and that 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 will do it for, for some announcements here. Now, what are we watching? What are we watching? All right. We're... Uh, Let's talk, let's talk about the rookie. We're both watching that. Oh, I know. such a good fucking show. I just caught up. I watched. The late, did you watch the latest episode? I have. Yeah, I have. I have. Okay, man. I I love this recurring story that's going on, um, with uh, 
Oh my god, I have his name on the tip of my tongue. I had it. I knew it. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the Lord uh, Elijah. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah. that character Elijah and and our lawyer friend. Um, I love how it's continuing on from last season. Uh, it's uh, no, the show really hasn't done this yet. Like, I mean, we've had some, you know character progression and growth and development and everything and that's great but story wise like this is one of the probably the major story it's still a b story but it's the major b story that's like you know concurrent through the last couple seasons yeah and i'm very very interested in that and i don't think that it's ended with what happened in this oh definitely not definitely not i i mean I mean, I, being that it's a cop show, good guy's going to win, you know, maybe, you know, without, you know, damage or a lot of damage and stuff like that. But I'm thinking, like, they're going to take this guy down. He'll slip up or they'll figure out a loophole or something like that. But, man, I don't know. There's, there's what do you be, think about what's going on? There's going to be, like, an episode in, like, three or four weeks that goes back in time and they've planned out some... Uh, illustrious thing to get him but like feed into maybe they've never done those flashbacky things before no i know i feel like that's coming i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) hey you know what your guess is as good as mine i i don't know what's gonna happen but i love it i love the new rookie uh i i love how like especially the elijah situation is kind of taking over everything like it's hitting the detectives it's hitting you know, the cops. It's hitting you know the chief or uh, what is he? Is he the, sar- the main head sergeant? Um, it, there, it's sergeant, it's yeah. kind of like hitting everybody. And then now you got you know Nolan with his girlfriend, the firefighter lady, and that whole dynamic. I really love what this show has, is doing. Um, and, and also with Feds, with rookie Feds, which is we, we've started. It's about five episodes in now. I'm all in on this show. Right. Like I really did not think I would be. <laughs> yeah, I was I was worried about how they were going to do it and I'm glad that she's not the only rookie. Absolutely. Right? Like, That's what makes the show interesting. Yeah, there's the two of them are are rookies. It's uh it's even a rookie team. Like it's a yeah. brand new team, so it's there's a lot of rookie level stuff going on. It's pretty neat. I will say this, and I mean, it, there's a, there's the interesting part. It's not interesting, but she's a lesbian. I I well, will I mean, say there's a lot. Of, it's a lot of force. I, w- I would say she's so. bi. Well, sure, sure, okay. You, you're totally right. You're a hundred percent right. She's she's bi. I feel like they're really forcing that in there. And, uh, and I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. It's totally fine, but I feel like, like there, maybe it's in some dialogue that she has and, and, you know, she's very charismatic and charming and uh, you know, the main actress and, and, and she's great. And, and I really thought she would kind of be, you know, annoying before the show kind of started with that crossover we had in the rookie last year. I really wasn't sure. I really like this show. I like her dad, and I like the dynamic they kind of had with the, with her the sort of you know love life story on the side of yep. you know outside of the FBI stuff. I feel like they just really were like throwing stuff down my throat a bit, 
And, you know, we've had that issue with Supergirl and certain issues and things like that. I'm kind of glad that it's sort of, you know, obviously her her relationship or her needs or whatever over. But the I, I think that that getting that point across to the audience is kind of over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I think it's a little level out now, which is nice. But I just feel like those like there was like three episodes. They were just they kept hammering at it. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I mm-hmm. understand that she likes ladies and dudes. And it's totally fine. And it's just, it was just, didn't, did you feel that? Did you, did you like kind of feel like that they kept like harping on the same things with yeah, that? I mean, there uh, was, there was a little bit of like, let's, we got to hammer this home. And it was been a yeah. little, a little too much sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. Think. I mean, I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, I get, I get she's, you know, she's by and just fine. Have the relationship with this character, do all that. But I feel like they were literally like stressing in certain parts of the show with so certain dialogue and it was just kind of getting uh, annoying, but I think that's kind of over now, uh, you know, especially with the relationship this character's had. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of progressed quickly, which is, which is great. I like how they're not really stretching things out. And I love the other rookie, the, the Hollywood guy, uh, you know, who used to do all these movies and TV shows as a, like a teenager or whatever, or yeah. middle-aged guy or sort of like that young man. I find that really fun and how it's coming back and how he's actually a smart dude. And they brought in his dad in the last couple episodes. Well, it was freaking Tom Arnold was oh, his dad in the last episode. When, when I saw his silhouette in the fucking jail cell, I, yes. I was like, yes, <laughs> this is going to be great. Both shows are great. I, I'm 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 very excited to see what happens. Uh, and also, the crossover stuff is brilliant. I love how they're not cheaping out. Like it's like this is our show. You know, it's like bam, that yeah. you get the you get the station. You get one, two, three different characters from each show, like back to back. I I find that super cool. You know, we got the feds working with the LAPD and you get like uh, you'll get Nolan one episode. You'll get Chen one episode. You'll you know, you'll get the Harper. You'll get uh, 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 what's the other guy's name that that's with Chen all the time. Um, you know, all these other, these cops keep interchanging inside rookie fed. I love it. I, I really think that they're handling the crossover very well. Now, enlighten me a little bit because I don't watch like the Chicago shows and all that stuff. When they cross over, is it just like an event or do they kind of, you know, are they, you know, jogging, juggling around like this show is? Oh, they, they definitely juggle around. So every, every okay. now and again, they will do a huge three episode cross thing right i I get that but i mean like how how rookie fed is you know you'll see the station yeah if uh if something like say in med something goes down and there's a disaster somewhere you'll see yeah the fire the fire guys will show up and like the those guys will be the ones trying to save them and help them out or whatever or right right okay the paramedics from fire are the ones bringing in uh, a, a crucial case into med or something like that or if if you've got some like somebody 
got shot and a cop needs yeah. to come and take a statement. It's one of the cops from PD and Okay, okay. So I I I will say this. I'll have a I'll give a prediction right now. The next the next crossover or not crossover, but the next spin-off show. It's a firefighter rookie. Yeah, I I could see that happening. I could see that happening. And I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I think that would be a very interesting show. Well, and I think I, too with the with you've got you've got the Chicago show, you've got the the sure. Grey's Anatomy uh, Station yeah. Nineteen show, and with the way they've boosted Jenna's character in the Rookie lately, mm-hmm. like she's become a regular on this show. And Absolutely. Well, she is a regular now. Yeah, that's what so I mean. like, like they is... they elevated her completely. Yeah. So I I I love this idea that like, I give this you know rookie Fez a season or two and and I think it's doing I hope it's doing well. I really enjoy the show. It's actually quite entertaining. I love the uh uh you know their boss. I you know he's a great actor, great character on the show. The the development of these characters in just five was it five episodes six episodes is amazing like i don't know how they're doing it but they are throwing in some of the best character development for all the characters on rookie Fed. yeah and i i would honestly i you remember i wasn't the biggest fan of nolan's firefighter girlfriend <laughs> no and uh and i don't know if it's if it's just like i didn't like the way she looked or whatever you know just stupid superficial crap but i i'm kind of growing on her and I mean, I am gro- I am totally growing up, but I really think that she, you know, I don't know if she could lead the show or maybe not lead the show, but she works really good in the rookie, but at least be a part of a, you know, rookie type FD sort of show. Yeah. And I think that would be super interesting and you know everything could cross over. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I think if what was it CBS that does or was it, or was it CBS that does like the uh, those other shows that we were talking about? Uh, who does? I mean, I don't know how it is over there in Canada, but I, I think those were like the uh, the CBS NBC ish type. Yeah, stuff. this is Chica- ABC. The Chicago's are NBC, and the the best part okay. about the Chicago shows are they are in the. Uh, the law and order world. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So now I think I think what you know ABC is trying to do, which I think is a good idea, is kind of capitalize on that. I mean, yeah. those shows have been running forever. But I mean, I think these are. Uh, would you say because you watch those, and I don't want to trash those shows, mm-hmm. but would you say that these are a bit more elevated than that, or vice versa? Or are those just a different breed of like yeah, procedural I I, stuff? I think it's just a different breed of procedural. Like it's because okay. the... these don't feel procedural. These are very character story driven, oh, and those definitely. are like procedural. They they I mean the Chicago they're trying to develop characters a little bit more throughout yeah. different events and stuff, but it, I, it's hard to deal with that sometimes. It's, Especially yeah. since there's so many characters in all the shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are obviously obviously procedurals are procedurals, but Dick Wolf has got a fucking he's got it down, oh. man. Yeah. 
Okay, well, uh, I, I know we just we both watched the show. We just really wanted to talk about that. Um, uh, so before, uh, what else are you watching? What else? Am I Have you watching? started anything new? Uh, um, I started. Uh, speaking of procedurals, uh, East New York, which is oh, is, how is that with uh, uh, Hillary Swank? No, that's Alaska Daily. Oh shoot! Okay, okay. Have you watched that? Which I have. I want to watch. I haven't yet. Uh, okay, East yeah. I've, I've looked at it, and I'm not sure if I should get into it. East New York is uh, Amanda Warren and Jimmy Smith's Richard Kind. Oh, oh, Richard Kind and Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Ooh, I might have to check and, that out. And, that, and that's why I jumped in. I'm like, ooh, those guys. I like those guys. <laughs> uh, it's done by the same guys who created uh, NYPD Blue. Oh, okay. So it's okay. Another, it's that another makes cop sense. show. Uh, so far, so good. I've only watched a couple episodes, but not too bad. Not too bad. And uh, uh, anything else? No, nothing new. Uh, I'm watching Survivor. I've decided I after the the Doctor Who season finale ending stuff. I I decided to go back and rewatch some Doctor Who. So. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know if I can do that. That was a that, that was a uh, very extensive. Oh yeah, I'm uh, not watching them all. Or... I'm watching like the ones I really like to watch. Right? Sure, and, sure. Uh, there's a there's a there's a handful of episodes that are rewatchable all the time, at least for me. Absolutely. I mean, uh, there there are some episodes I would I would you know definitely love to go back and and, and check out. Um, okay. So what I've been watching is, is quite a lot. So, um, first off, I mean, we, we both watched, I don't know if we talked about this last episode, we probably didn't get to it, but house of the dragon, we watched it. So good. I loved it. Loved it. I know you did. I, I'm very excited for what's coming next, but it doesn't seem like it's coming for the next year and almost a half. Yeah, uh, which is kind of disappointing. Just like but the Lord of the Rings crap. It's two years. Well, that's even worse. They're those idiots. I mean, they should have known, especially Amazon being Amazon and having all the money in the world to buy freaking Disney five times over. I, they should have planned that. Like, that is stupid. Um, <laughs> it just is. Whether you're waiting for a reception or not, it's freaking Lord of the Rings. You're Amazon with billions of dollars. You should have had season two started on production after season one. Whether the ratings are the way they are or not, and then figure out what they're going to do after season two. It just, it just now people are pissed off that you're not going to get Lord of the Rings, you know, for two years plus maybe. So it's just a, a dumb decision uh, on Amazon's part, but. Uh, that that's all I'll say about that. Um, how, do you, how do you really feel? <laughs> it's just like it's so it's just stupid. It, it really is. Like they, they they know how popular this shit is, you know, and you know it's the most expensive show ever. You might as well go deep into season two or at least get started. And you're waiting for a season one to end before you figure out you want to keep. It's like what? It just doesn't make it. I mean, I understand with House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon is a totally different story. Game of Thrones ended very, very mixed, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's waiting 
waiting, waiting, waiting for more Lord of the Rings. But House of Dragon just ended a couple years ago. Very mixed show. I totally get that they're waiting on that. Like that will, and remember, I don't know if you remember this, but they they filmed in it and created a whole show and filmed an entire pilot with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the blonde, um, oh my God. She was in, uh, uh the King Kong. She was in King, like not the recent ones, but the, the Peter Jackson King Kong. What's her name? The freaking blonde. Oh, I'm drawing blank now. Um, oh my God. Why can't she's British? Uh, I'll say King Kong, not King Ling. Are we... <laughs> King Kong, <laughs> 2005 cast. Uh, God, I want to think. Naomi Watts. They filmed an entire pilot with Naomi Watts as the lead of a Game of Thrones show and scrapped the whole thing. They said, we're not making this show. And then they created House of the Dragon. So I understand that they're taking their time with that, but the Lord of the Rings is, t- is just a totally different story. It's just, I just don't, I don't get why they did what they did, but moving on. Lower decks may have been the best third season of the show, right? Oh my God. Lower decks is the fucking best thing ever. It was so good. It, j- it just really, it really, really was the writing the comedy of it, the 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 callbacks to things and creating new stories based on those callbacks to, you know, next gen to man, Deep Space Nine, that Deep Space Nine episode. I never knew how much I missed, <laughs> you know, and and remember me like I just watched like all of Star Trek, like in order in the last yeah. two years. So watching Deep Space Nine was kind of like, well, Deep Space Nine was before Voyager, right? Yeah. So, but but either way, just hearing that one episode when they go to Deep Space Nine was so and they cool. play that theme, the best. I was fucking bawling, dude. <laughs> like I never knew I missed Deep Space Nine so much, <laughs> and like it, it, the show is such a great uh, reminder of, at least for me of how much I have put my time and my, my heart into star Trek. And and then also give me, you know, the laughs, which is great. And, 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 you know, the show is not great because it reminds me of stuff. It's great because it's great, but all of that, you know, all of the reminders and the callbacks and, you know, that, you know, bringing up old stories, for new stuff like the one episode when uh you know they went back to the planet second contact or whatever <laughs> and oh, yeah yeah i thought I, that was great like they, they're doing such a good job of integrating the lore of and the history of the timeline that they're in and making it new and interesting and also funny they're really doing a lot like they're I, I, it's it's hard for me to explain, but I, I love how they're continuing the story of Star Trek with Lower Decks the way they are. And what what do you have to say about about Lower Decks? It's it's so I, fantastic. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's one of the best shows 
out there for sure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree. It's just it's so much fun. Okay, and speaking of Star Trek, since we're on there, Prodigy returned. Now, how many episodes is there? Is there just one so far? Uh, or am I behind? I think I'm behind. There's da, 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 there's two back, two back now. Okay, I've only seen the first episode. I am loving where this show's going. Yeah. Like is- them trying to get to Starfleet and turn themselves in and, you know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> like uh, win the, their good graces with, with Starfleet for you know, kind of stealing this ship away from a villain and then the villain coming back. And are you caught up on her? Or did you just watch the first episode? Uh, yeah. I've only seen the first episode as well. I've got to watch that second one. still. So. yeah, I, I love it. I, I think that this, uh, they have upped the animation too. this first episode of season. Like, Oh, it's not season two. Why do I keep saying it's season two? I yeah. totally thought they took the biggest break. This is still season one. Yeah, it's still season one. So, uh, man, I excuse my comment about season two. Well, I mean, when you go from ending in February to beginning in October, you should probably it had been a season two. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know why they did they chose to do that, but I mean, it's it's a leap in animation, and I I I love the way they make everything look in this latest these latest episodes for only in the one. So this one back, this it's, it's fantastic. It it really, really is. But yeah, uh, it's definitely a show uh, to, to get on board with, you know, it is a kid's show. I'll say that it's definitely good for new star Trek, you know, new little Trekkies, but like, I, I love that it's, you know, it's in the universe and it's different characters that we haven't seen in any of the Star Trek first before. And, you know, you know, other than, you know, the Janeway hologram and how that's connected. But I love that we get to see these new species, new characters, and this outside of the box sort of place that they're putting the show in. Because you always see Federation, 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 and what they meet and the people they interact with. But I like how we're getting to see this outside of the galaxy, like sort of outer rimish type characters living these weird, interesting, and sometimes horrible lives. And now kind of like Starfleet can help us, you know, we can escape these, these, this tragedy of these lives that they've kind of presented and Starfleet can help, and there's, it makes Starfleet look better, but it also introduces us to stuff outside of it, which I think is kind of cool. Okay. Um, so I, okay, so here's some things I'm watching. I know you're not watching, and I won't go too crazy in depth them because just so we have, you know, there's a lot of time. I tried American Gigolo, that one show with uh, John oh, yeah. Bernthal yeah. that didn't, hasn't really kind of made a claim or anything. It ended. It was based on a movie from the nineties. Um, I don't, I won't be watching anymore. <laughs> Berthold's a great actor. I watched one episode. I don't know. I, there's just a lot of better things on. Let's yeah. put it that way. Fair enough. Um, interesting show. I kind of figured out 
at the end of the first episode where things may be going. It's it's just it's a dark short show, and I, I don't know if I really want to give my time to it. Um, I started Peripheral. It's on Amazon with oh, yeah. uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, it's not bad. It's based on a book. Um, it's just it's very confusing so far in the first episode. It kind of gives you the gist of what's going on, but I really don't know where things are kind of headed, and, and not in a mystery type of way, but like kind of not understanding what's happening and they didn't really give me enough in the first episode to understand where things could go but uh, interesting enough that I want to watch the next episode Uh, I did watch it on a plane I mean it wasn't like on the plane I watched it on my phone on a plane but um, when I was coming back from uh, from California but that's fun Whitney and I just finished Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix they are anthology episodes that Guillermo del Toro himself introduces the story. Uh, very, uh, very Twilight Zone. Um, what's his name? Um, what's the guy who introduces the things in the Twilight Zone? I can't even think of his name. The, um, the new one or the? No, 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 not Jordan Peele. The original Twilight Zone. It's very anyway. He introduces the show every episode. And says the title and the name of the director. And, you know, some of the stories are, you know, other people's stories that Guillermo del Toro has written into a show. And, you know, he's involved with all these other episodes and some are, you know, individualized. They're all anthology, those single story episodes. There's like eight of them. It's fantastic. Um, very, very, very good, like, spooky horror anthology episodes um five six and seven not the best episodes but they're not bad but one through four and eight were really really good eight being like the best acted horror thing i've seen in a long time and a lot of actors you know rupert grint uh who played uh uh he was in it was a was it Ron Weasley in Harry Potter? You got uh, Rick from The Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln. He's in the last episode. Very very good. Um, a whole bunch of other actors on this show. It's a fantastic horror anthology. Um, if you're interested, um, uh, and I don't know if this show's on hiatus or I'm just missing the last few episodes, but reboot and not the animated like mm-hmm. Matrixy old 90s cartoon but it's a a reboot is on um oh my god what is it on uh hulu is it on hulu okay it's on hulu so it's uh uh not jordan peele but uh keegan michael key um uh amy uh, julie judy greer uh base and also johnny knoxville very very funny reboot style show so when they were all kids you know, you know, teenagers and whatever they they did a show that was very popular and kind of like a facts of life type of show. I you remember that from my age. Um, and now, thirty years later, the you know a writer is trying to reboot the show, and now they're rebooting this old show with the same actors that played those characters. So it's but it's 
it's hilarious. It's so much fun. Um, it's funny, very interpersonal, uh, crazy comedy, dramedy uh, stuff that's going on. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, family drama going on with the original writer of the show. And now the new writer, which is the daughter of the original writer, has a not very good relationship with her father. <laughs> and it's it's wild. It is a very, very good new streaming sitcom reboot. Uh, very, very funny stuff. Um, from what I just saw on the interwebs, eight episodes, and it's done for season. Okay, one. maybe I'm maybe I'm behind one episode. I'll, I'll have to check that out. I, I I think I may be behind. Okay, um, I'm watching Chucky. Chucky season two, it's so good. It's crazy. There's a whole bunch of different Chucky's. <laughs> the first episode of well, it's like the end of the season. End of season one. Chucky had a truck full of Chucky dolls. And I don't know, I got really like <laughs> my accent. I got very Chucky accent. <laughs> very New Jersey, New York. Anyway, uh, he like does the spell that Chucky does to put split his soul into all of these dolls. And the Chucky, the truck, <laughs> the, the trucky, the truck goes off the damn cliff, blows up and all these Chucky dolls are spread out. And they think everything's all cool at the end of last season. And now the kids are in a predicament where the main kid just, his brother gets killed by Chucky and him and his friends are completely blamed for this Halloween incident that killed his younger brother. Yeah. And now they're in this like, they either went to juvie or decided to kind of go to this reforming Catholic sort of uh, dormitory school for like, you know, the troubled kids or whatever. And they end up going there and it's the same group, like uh, Catholic group home school that the original like guy who was Chucky Charles, when he was a kid went to, and now all these Chucky dolls are being like delivered to this place. And it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how they're, they're trapped in this one location and now they're worried about Chucky. And it's just, it's a, such a wild show. I can't believe that this show exists. It's, it's so much fun, but it's, it's wild. Um, and uh, three more things here and we'll, we'll end. So tales of the Jedi. Six episodes. Did you watch all these? Yes. What did you think? They they were pretty good. Uh, I liked. I loved all the Dooku stuff. That was really great to see. A, you, yeah, that that's the highlight. To his character for sure. That was great. There's no question. The highlight was the Dooku three part. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, origin of a freaking villain. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically yeah uh the origin of a sith lord and like the just the nuances and uh of his decisions and uh you, you know the just the way his mind was kind of working with the information he had and the history that was kind of being told to him and what he wasn't trusting and i love we got the young qui-gon and 
but you know, and then up to his death and how Dooku felt about that, like all of this behind the scenes stuff of this character that could have made a man, they could have made attack of the clones about Dooku and it would have been an infinitely better movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was, that may have been one of the things that, that, that could have been like, I, I, we had Dave Filoni is he did all of this and I don't know if we're going to ever get more. I don't know if we're going to get a season two or not, but this was like this anthology sort of season he created of like, these are what these characters are doing in these certain timelines and situations. And just the Dooku stuff alone made, made the show. I, I mean, like, him having these ideas and I wonder if he went to Lucas and talked to him about these certain things or had done this before in the past and just kept these close to, you know, close to his chest until he can make them a thing. But man, it makes you like Dooku so much better. Like, is he just kind of like this old dude with a lightsaber in attack of the clones and, and and then uh, Revenge of the Sith, and you know you get him flipping and jumping around with Yoda in those movies, but God, the character, the depth and and the the emotion of of this guy <laughs> in, in just these three episodes, which was like what forty five minutes total, was uh, was incredible. No, definitely. Um. Okay. Um, that's that. Now, um, not going into a lot of it, but I'm watching Big Sky. I haven't watched an episode in a little while, uh, maybe in a week or two. Um, but I'm in like the middle of season two. This show's great. Like, it's, I don't, what is it on? Is it on ABC? It feels like a, I don't know how this is on ABC. There, it's, it's crazy. Like there's some wild stuff that Disney is letting happen on this show. And I mean, it's not very explicit or anything, but the themes that, that are going on in this show, the, the, you know, depravity of certain characters, uh, the murder, the, you know, uh, God, there's like the molestation of certain, it is crazy. Like the bad guys, it's basically like these two girl cops, one was a cop who's not a cop anymore who had a you know husband that was a cop they became private detectives and um you know anyway he ends up getting killed and now these two girl uh this private detective and this like former cop are kind of together as these new private detectives in this town and it's in like Montana and they're trying to stop this dude who's uh you know messing with girls and they're trafficking these women with one of the uh, uh, state troopers in Montana. And it's like this whole story kind of happening like that. It's, it's so good. It's, it's very, very interesting. And one of the best TV villains that no one is talking about is on this show. And he's just fantastic. Um, it, it's, it's, it's crazy how good this TV villain is. And I, I watch a lot of TV. And he is he's one of the best TV villains I've ever seen. It just very complicated and smart 
and uh, they were able to bring back a character that died be- with like a whole twin thing, but it's not stupid. Like it actually makes sense. It's oh, just uh, I can't really say enough about the show, and I'll, maybe I'll talk about it more once I get deeper into the new episodes. They're on season three currently that's running. Um, but let's end end on Andor. Andor. Just to kind of close out the show, um, I'm all caught up on Andor finally. I know a month ago or whatever we said we would talk about it, and things just didn't happen the way we wanted them to, but I can't believe how good Andor is. It is so um, good. I, I, I just, I, I can't. I, I can't. I, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, this is Star Wars for adults. I mean, and not meaning that, you know, it, it's all like the kids can't watch this or anything, but the damn show starts with a friggin' strip club. <laughs> yes. You know, and now it's all in the, the last episode. It's like into a friggin', uh, you know, the genocide of, of, of these prisoners and, you know, not letting them leave the prison, even though their time and their, you know, their, their, their time's up. And, uh, it, it's wild how they can get away with some of this stuff on Disney. And, you know, some of these themes and, and, and things that are kind of happening. Um, I, I mean, you have like mass extinction concentration camp sort of things going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I love the way that they're able to kind of. I know we talked about this before with uh, with Flash, like making the show kind of have like arcs and things like that, but still have a continued sort of story. This is exactly what we were talking about like a year or two ago, three years ago with Flash. Like this is the best way that they're able to cohesively make a full story with this first season. I mean, with three episodes still to go, but, or four episodes still to go, but have these, like these arcs, these, these certain three episodes, sort of storylines that, that tell a complete narrative and move on to the next. So seamlessly uh, it, it's it's a it's brilliant. It, it's a brilliant television show. Like I I I, and it's not like these thirty minute. It's like these are like full hour episodes, right? When I first started, I watched the first episode. I'm like, man, this is a long one. And I realized they're all hour episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell? I it wasn't good. something I was expecting. So good, fucking great stuff, man. It's uh, it's wild how good this show is. Like I it. it like I, I, it's right up there. When and I didn't watch much of Lord of the Rings or anything, I didn't really kind of get too much into it. But it's right up there with like an HBO show, like House of Dragon. Like it's, it is phenomenal stuff. The storytelling, the 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 acting. Oh my god, the one scene what two episodes ago with um, uh, with Skarsgård and then um. Uh, Saw Guerrera, like oh, yeah, yeah. just the five minute, the, their their conversation was 
like the level of acting is astounding. It's it's ridiculous how they are able to capture so much greatness out of these characters and these actors. In, in I mean, the, the torture. Like, there's so much stuff about this show. It, I, I can't wait if we can get to get together. If we can get together regularly here soon in the next month or so before this show ends, I would love to deep dive on some of these episodes because or the episodes that are coming. You know, going back is kind of a difficult thing because <laughs> everyone's already seen it. But, what? Um, you know, when those times have passed. But, I mean, with the stuff that these episodes that we have left, I can't wait to see how, how Andor is going to get out of this damn prison. Like, it's wild. It, just the prison stuff and that set itself is amazing. The electrified floor, the floor what are they yeah, building? You know, all that stuff is, is crazy. And then realizing that you know, Andy Circus is kind of like the uh, lead dude there, you know, uh, in charge of all these inmates on his section or his uh, duty section time or whatever. And and now he's realizing that they're not getting the hell out of there. They're going back into rotation or they're going to die. And it's just like, oh, the level of dread. And, and And then finally, you know, giving Andor that answer, he like berated him with yep. like how many guards are there and he's like there's 12 guards on rotation and it's just like realizing that like it's go time we need to get the f out <laughs> and man i i really i can't i can't really say enough about this show but oh it's so good all right well uh this has been the show. It, it's there's some great TV on. I I can't wait to talk about stuff coming up. I, I really want to watch Quantum Leap. I have not had a chance yet. Um. So I and I'm gonna watch the peripheral and hopefully maybe the patient here an interview with the vampire with Whitney. God, right. Avenue Five season two is yeah. on HBO. I want to watch. There's so much stuff. Let the right one in. Uh, man, there's so many good things to come so in the meantime um we're on all the social medias s boob tube dudes super boob tube dudes you can find all that stuff on our website at super boob tube dudes.com and uh and that's the show i'm danty serechia and i'm tyler hoffman all right guys thank you for listening and keep on tubing you've been listening to a rebel press podcast Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.